All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Oilers Nation Radio episode 213, Bag Milk, Tyler, Dan, Rick, and Liam. Hello. All here to break down what's happened in free agency so far on a brand new episode of Oilers Nation Radio. What you, the listener, may not know, though, is I'm in the fucking poverty spot of the podcast. I got the shitty headphones and mic. Thanks, Tyler. He's not even paying attention. What do you mean? Thanks, on. Tyler. I even, sat there initially on. and then you were like, I don't want to be on camera. Those, <laughs> those, those headphones have been around since the fountain tire days. No, <laughs> Probably. no, those are the ones Amara got us. These headphones. They're not the star Wars ones. Yeah. What no. are the star Wars ones? Those ones are in the garbage. Retired. Are they really? No, the they're, they're in a far, box. far away. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good pull, nice. Liam. <laughs> That's why hey, you could be Liam. We don't even have headphones for him. It's Friday afternoon. Free agency underway. Weathers haven't done anything major since Wednesday, but there's plenty of time for that to go on. But as we do every week, we're going to start off the podcast with a shout out to our friends at Oodle Noodle, 17 locations and counting around the city. It's Friday afternoon. Nice box of nudes. Probably do your tummy well, wouldn't it, Tyler? Mm-hmm. Yep. With that, Mr. Uramchuk. Yeah. What is our delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle? Ooh, it's a spicy one today. What was Holland's best move on day one of free agency? That's very spicy. Mm-hmm. It is a hot Holland summer. Yeah. Dan, I'm going to start with you. It's the left defenseman for me. Bringing back Brett Kulak and really not leaving a gaping hole for us for the rest of the season, which I kind of just felt like we were pivoting from goalie hole to a defenseman hole. Um, we don't have that. So I'm, I'm going to say Brett Kulak. <laughs> Was anybody like me and nervous when 
the reports came out, Brett Kulak going to be testing free agency. I went, ah, fuck. And in my head, maybe it's just because we've been hurt so many times over the years that I just assume that's always a de facto of that guy is leaving. Well, I mean, look at, look at Calgary and look at how that worked out for them. As soon as their guys look elsewhere, they go there. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a natural feeling. I think it says something to what Edmonton's building, right? That these guys, you can include Kane in this, looked around a little bit and were like, nope, I like Edmonton. Edmonton's a good spot. Obviously, you know, money and all that's always a factor, but I think people are, and it's not just talk. People are viewing this as a spot you can win. Well, I mean, but like the money part is what's interesting to me because generally the Oilers have to overspend on guys that are free agents and four by two, seven, five for Kulak to me is a really good deal for this player. It's not, not only is it not an overspend, it's a bargain. Because he can slide up and down your lineup on the left side. Yep. He can defend well, moves, moves well. Nice first pass. Lots to like there about Brett Kulak. Uh, Rick, your favorite Ken Holland move to start for all free agency. My favorite or the best? Or the best, whatever. The best. You know, it's it's tough because I think, honestly, the uh, Kulak might be the best um, for the doll, best for the bang, but... Dude, it's, it's, it's bringing Kane back and at that number. That's if he left that, the points, the goals, the, the whole, that spot there would have created would have been probably resulted in an overspend in, in, in the, uh, in the free agent market. So filling that at that price for that length, I think it was, it was fantastic. Evander Kane, four years, 5.125 million. I went to bed kind of early on the Tuesday night. Cause I knew we were going to have a big day coming into the office. We all had a good time on free agency day. I woke up to see that Kane had resigned after posting it himself. You don't often see that either that they make the announcement. I like it. Um, but that deal blew me away because the rumor was seven by seven is what they were looking for. And it, it saves you in more than one area too, right? Not only did you have to replace that scoring, which you're probably going to overpay for, but then if they did that, they were going to go after somebody who could, be the intimidation factor too, right? So you're probably going to that Delorier and overpaying that guy. So you're actually saved in two spots. Can Evander Kane saved Ken Holland from himself? Uh, there's a possibility. Yeah, I, I, so. I think the lateness of that contract signing tells me that that was an offer that was just on the table from the Oilers. And it was like the, you know, go out and check it out. And if you like it, come back. And well, I bet you they threw a deadline on it. Yeah. Like the rumor was like, they're only offering four and three quarter, like four, seven, five was what I heard. Yeah. So yeah. Kevin Weeks had that as the Oilers offering him three by four, seven. And I, five. and I laughed. I was like, this is, I mean, great. You're probably yeah. gone. But if that's what Holland's offering right now, like he's got a plan, he's sticking to it. And I, I, I like how things are going to go. And the, so the fact we got it, it was Blew my mind. In the end, slight bump from the yep. four seven five, an extra year. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, though, that's hard to complain about this contract for the Oilers. You're going to get a guy who can score thirty to forty goals in a full season with the Oilers, yep. playing with McDavid, a guy that'll jump in to defend Connor if he ever needs to. Adds a little bit of spice in the top six. I like it. Any other thoughts on the Kane contract? To me, that's my pick for best slash favorite signing too, is just, you know, the Kulak deal's great, but if he plays his absolute best, you know, I think he's a $4 million D-man. So you get, you're getting value there if he plays at his best. Jack Campbell, if he plays at his best, he's still a $5 million goalie probably. If Evander Kane... It's blows, nine, man. Yeah, like he's a $9 million player. If he yeah. scores you 40 goals playing in your top six, like it's insane the value they got there. Now, granted that's also potentially the one that could bite you the hardest, right? Like if he doesn't behave off the ice and he starts causing problems in the rooms and all that, and if that all happens, then you're really kicking yourself or even bringing him back and it could do other damage. You got to feel like that, that contract's movable. I think it's movable and it's certainly so buyoutable things, after if, a couple if years. If things went off the rails a little bit here and he had a, whatever, an incident or, or whatever, um, I do believe somebody would have eaten that contract up in a second. The interesting thing about his contract too is not just that it's cheaper than it was kind of expecting. 
it's kind of front loaded in the sense that the back half of the contract gets way more easy to buy out slash trade. Like his, he's got a no move here and then it gets reduced as the contract goes along. So it's almost like they were hedging their bet with it a little bit. Yeah. Like if you were to buy out that contract right before the final season, um, Oh, I went one summer too far. I think I, it's super cheap is my point. I don't know how this website works, <laughs> but it's a very, very good bio. <laughs> I'm watching Tyler's screen here and he's just frantically tapping. Okay, if you buy it out before the final season, his cap, it would go down to 2.4 for that year. And then it's a 1.3 penalty of the year after. Like if on the last year, you're like, shit, we got to cut bait. Like it's very easy to do. So is my point. And by that point too, the Oilers will have had a bunch of dead money come off their books. Cap hopefully goes up. But I, I'd rather not talk about buyouts Whoa. at this point before mm-hmm. guys even played a game on his first contract. Dude, I don't think four years is too much for this guy. No, I don't think so either. Well, I don't I think, think it's it crazy. Perfect. It lines up well for the team as well because that's what Connor's contract comes off the books that summer and then Oof, the next summer is, con- is McDavid. I'm, I'm saying that's when they comes re-sign. off the books because then their next contract that's starts That's when they up. re-sign is what you yes. want to say. Uh, Leon's a UFA the summer before Kane is. Oh, and then sorry, Kane and that. McDavid the same year. But still, like that's also that year dry settle is going to be a UFA. I think that's the year the cap is allowed to jump up again. So like if you're the Oilers, you're actually loving life at that point, right? Because the cap's going to go up. Perfect. You send that money to dry saddle. You don't have to do anything else. The next summer, Kane comes off the books. You probably give that money to McDavid and uh, you're cool, right? Like everything's lined up pretty nicely for you. Are there any movement clauses in his contract? Right now. And then it yeah. Starts, right? So he's a no movement clause until February 28th, 2025. And then uh, on March 1st, 2025, it's a 16 team trade list. In other words, we're looking to trade you in 2025. But like, I think this is just nice that leaves the door open. It's not like a Milan Lucic free agent signing where that thing, you can't buy it out. Mm -hmm. You, You had to retain money to trade it. You know, it's not the same. And that leads me to our next contract that I actually like. It's going to pick my favorite is Jack Campbell. Five by five, a little bit too much, a little bit too long. That's free agency though. But the way I look at it, the Oilers went out and got the best goaltender available or near the best, depending on how much you like Kemper. So having a guy between the pipes that can give you some consistent goaltending, well, fingers crossed, hopefully, um, room to run, room to grow. Seems like just the sweetheart of all sweethearts of people too. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that one a lot. What are your guys' thoughts when they officially signed Campbell to the five by five? Well, I think you guys laid it out really well. It's just, you know, it's it's either Kemper or it was Campbell as free agents for the top goalie. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are now, you know, all of a sudden we have a Vasilevsky in our midst. Yes, we do. It's it's still a good player. I like Jack Campbell a lot when he was with the Kings organization. I uh, didn't like as much of what I saw with the LA organization or with the Toronto organization, but that's, uh, you know, that's different scenarios and different issues. So I, I I'm excited to see the Oilers have some kind of solidified, you know, element to their goaltending situation. Liam, what do you think of the goaltending side? And what do you think of Jack Campbell's five by five? Uh, that was going to be my favorite one. My favorite pick of the, the week. Is just copying bag milk? Greg mm-hmm. the Egg McKegg 69. Well, listen, if Greg the Egg McKegg comes into town and he wears number 69 like he did in mm-hmm. the Toronto organization, he's going to be a fan favorite in two seconds. That would be big for this team. We and need for, someone like that. For $762,000 <laughs> league minimum? Come on. Everybody's enjoying Greg McKegg. The Egg. The egg. Wearing 69 on the ice. Um, but goalies got better. I think we have a better goalie tandem this year than we did last year, right? Is that fair to say? I would agree. I would agree so. I um, think we actually got the best free agent goalie of the last 
two seasons, two off seasons. He was even available Ma- from Markstrom onwards. Yeah, post yeah, post yeah. Markstrom. Yeah, I mean, last year was the top one was Grubauer. Yeah, yeah, that didn't work out great. I mean, going into not coming out but, <laughs> on I mean, hindsight, yeah, but yeah. maybe that's maybe the Grubauer thing is a cautionary tale in the sense that. You know, at the at the moment, it was like, wow, Seattle went out and got the best goalie on the market. He was so good. How did Colorado let this guy walk? And he was junk. Yeah, that's uh, what I was, that's what I was uh, afraid about with Kemper. Well, that's what you should be afraid about with Campbell to some extent then. Well, I mean, we've, we've seen them as, as Toronto kind of slumped and he saw that, you know, like even in that last series, Campbell wasn't terrible. But I don't think out. he was the reason he lost. No. They lost against no, God, uh, no. Tampa. No, he gave up two goals in a game seven. I'll take that in a game seven every day. Yeah. I was going to say, like, is there, I think that if there's a, any team in the league that's comparable to the Oilers structure, though, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs, correct? Yeah, but I think we're doing it better. I think we're playing a better defensive game. I think we have yeah, all around defensive than Toronto. Yeah, does. I think if I remember reading these numbers right, if you want to compare Campbell to Smith, Campbell has a like worse high danger save percentage, but a better low danger save percentage. So the way I view this is you're getting a guy who maybe won't make as many ridiculous sprawling saves as Mike Smith, but will give up less goals on the ice from the blue line kind of thing. Well, if the other team's back, blue line. If we think either. back to the playoffs, a lot of the goals I had major issues with, with Mike Smith was not the ones where you go, ah, fuck the, what a play. It was the ones coming down that those should be clear stops. We've had that, that's been get that. a couple goalies for a couple seasons now. You go from Dubnik to, to Talbot for a while there, yeah. to Miko to Smith. I mean, it's been every goaltender that's come through here has kind of had the same issue. The big question everyone would want answered is what's his save percentage on the first shot of the game? Mm. Oof. Well, that's actually a great what question. Stop the Rasmus Anderson goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, who can stop I, that? No, who that, was, stop that? that was dangerous. That is the unstoppable puck. Bag milk and I were both behind the net on that one. Yes, we were. We had the prime example. Like, honestly, <laughs> anybody sitting around you, was there anybody that was like, oh, fuck. Everybody's like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> that was like from my vantage point, it was 10 feet in the air coming down. I'm like, that's going to go in. And then there it went. Yep. Jack Campbell, he stops that puck mm-hmm. every time. I've never seen Jack Campbell allow a goal like that. That's so. true. That's there true. All right. Any other thoughts on Jack Campbell? Anybody nervous about Jack Campbell on real life on what would that be? Tyler Tuesday. Jay was not. Yeah. I guess Thursday. Jay was not a big fan. So the the five by five, the reason you're nervous because this is a big bet to make, right? You know, like when you sign a forward, if that forward is bad, it's not the end of the world, right? You play them on your third line, you hide them, you do whatever, right? If a D man's bad, shelter the minutes, healthy, scratch them. Who cares? If Jack Campbell is bad, you're screwed. Trade him back to Hasn't Toronto. Hasn't he only yeah, played like 150 trouble. games? 131 regular season games. Yeah. And like as a 30 year old, I guess that's a little worrying. Yeah. Or you but can look at it a little less tread on the tires. But, yeah. but there was more a, tread on the tires. There's, there's the story there is that he was behind Jonathan Quick for a long time in LA. He was also an 11th overall pick. But so he should have probably made his way up a lot quicker than yeah. most goalies, right? I, I think like that's a fair concern. Advocate. Yeah. That'd be my only thing. I but think Cam Talbot came in as a one-year star or not even a yeah. star, right? And was, we wanted him back two weeks but ago. I would say like, I'm concerned about Campbell, <laughs> but there is, I would have been concerned if they signed Kemper or Flurry or Talbot anyone or whoso. If, yeah, like there's concern. Talbot maybe less so because it would have been like a one-year thing, right? Yeah. He was a UFA. You could have let him walk. Like giving term to a goalie is dangerous because yeah. it's a very unpredictable position as we saw in the playoffs with Markstrom, right? Like he just crumbled and all of a sudden you're like, wow, he wasn't worth that six mil. Like there's no guarantee they're going to be good and consistent for you ever. I think the thing is too in the NHL, like how many goalies are 
Like how many goalies are ever going to hit the market like a Vasilevsky level? You have to draft him. You're yeah. not just going to get him. You have to get him. How many, like, Shosturkin and Vasilevsky? Sorokin, Soros, like all those guys, so there's, right? There's probably five guys in the league. All drafted. All drafted. You just kind of kind of take a gamble and hope for the best. But, I, I mean, like, we're talking about, and Tyler, you said it well, like, it's the it's a bet and it's a strong bet that we made. Yep. But we could have made that bet on Markstrom and could be holding that bag right now. Yeah. We, yep. we tried, right? And, and if look if he had performed against the flames like he did for us, I think we'd be in a way more pissed off situation than we are now. And again, for me, Campbell wasn't the reason the Leafs lost the first round. Nope. And even when he had his dip, like he had a bad run after he got injured last season. Even then he finished with a nine fourteen save percentage, which if he can give us that over the course of a year, I'm going to be pretty happy. That's with all him. we're asking for. That is kind of where you want your goalie to be. And again, quality of the person who doesn't want to cheer for this guy. He throws birthday parties for his cats. <laughs> Just got a dog, brand new puppy already in an Oilers Jersey. What's not to like about it. Any other concerns with Campbell looking at his contract too. This is another one where it's a little bit more front loaded towards. Uh, so kind of giving themselves maybe a little protection as it wears on if things don't I, work out, but I'm not really too, too worried. I think there's it. a, fi- there's a little bit of concern in how he handles pressure. Um, I think that was an issue the Leafs had internally in their organization was was maybe how well Campbell was able to kind of keep his focus and, and not pile on himself. I think sometimes he is his biggest critic and that is a detriment in the sense that he crumbles sometimes. So that's a concern. When you're still in a big market, I wonder, you know, if is will he feel the pressure of his first big money contract and, and having this expectation that he is now the guy who's going to backstop Connor McDavid to a Stanley cup. Like, does that get to him? That's a concern. But then could you all, you could also say the same thing for the Leafs just did though. Like, I mean, they moved on from Campbell cause they didn't like the term reportedly and then filled that hole with Matt Murray. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big gamble. I know it's only two years, but yeah, yeah. two years, Austin Matthews comes up for free agency you've got two years to show that guy that, you know, you mean business. So would you rather have the tandem of Campbell Skinner or Murray Samsonov, the hard out? I, Matthews is a UFA, UFA in two years. That's yeah. crazy. Mm. <laughs> Arizona state. Maybe that's when I can send out my meme. Maybe. Mm-hmm. When does Arizona in? get their new arena? Uh, probably two, two three years. years. <laughs> Just name it the Austin Matthews Arena. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, though, when you add in the bonus of Greg the Egg McKeg, mm-hmm. Colin Pickard as the third. Uh, Is that his name? Oh, it's Calvin. Oh, Calvin. 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 Cal. What did I say? Colin. Colin. Oh, I even wrote Colin. <laughs> Calvin Pickard. Um, how do you get, what grade would you give Ken Holland overall so far? We're recording today, Friday, July 15th, a couple of days into free agency. I still think there's more coming, be it trade or free agent. I think he's an A right now. He's an A. Like, I won't go A plus. Cause again, they didn't get better. They just brought back the same team and they may have improved their goaltending. That'll, we'll, we'll know that answer in time. Um, but I still give him an A because look around the league, how many contenders actually bring back the same team. Very few. So the fact he was able to do that is compare, compare the Kane contract to other contracts signed in the last two days. And I'm sorry. We, we, we love him. We loved him when he's here. We didn't see him going to the Rangers, but Ryan Strom five times find five or Kane at his contract. Oh. I'm taking Kane. Like, Oh yeah. All like it's, it's insane. If there was a clone of a Vander Kane out there, I would sign him to the same contract again. Like I want yes. more of that. Trocheck. 
Trojects is a massive deal. What happened to Tampa Bay? They're giving out eight-year deals like no one's business. But to their credit, a lot of the guys that give those eight, they're young guys. Like a Sergachev is what, 24-ish, roughly? Yeah, but eight, yeah. You, you're signing up eight years to... Man, you don't know what's going to happen in eight years. They're it's trying not, to get bargains though, right? It's probably not going to be that GM's problem anyways. Well, Wasn't there a report? Team. It might have been Frank that even said it, that Palat wanted the Nick Paul deal and they said no. Yeah, like apparently he what said Nick Paul deal? Seven, seven years by three mil. Three million. They said no and signed Nick Paul over Palat, which seems odd. They're, they're cutthroat though, man. They, yeah. they will never pay you for what you did. They're going to pay you for what you will do. And they yeah. think Palat was yeah. overvalued. And they got a guy with two first names. It could go either way. It could be Paul Neck if you want him to be. They have that's a, a lot. They have a lot of uh, dual names. Ross Colton. That's a yeah. That's a double name. Like Ian that. Cole. Oh, that's a big one. Yep. Yep. That might be it. Brian Elliott. Brian Elliott. <laughs> yeah. Brian <laughs> Elliott. Okay. See? Anyone yeah. in the minor league system? Zach Bergosian. <laughs> Felix Robert. Jack Finley. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Jack Finley. All right. Just saying. Yeah, you you don't got to explain it to me. I guess That's big. We're going for the all ginger team. They're going for the all name team. Exactly. <laughs> Whole <laughs> roster is first and double first names. So there you go. The uh, I want to hear from you. Which is the best move that Ken Holland made in free agency so far? Hit us up, Owen Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you are looking to order some Moodle Noodle today, which I encourage you to do, why not just park up on your house in your on your couch or in your backyard? Enjoy the sun. Use DoorDash. Ding dong. Liam. Ding dong. Thank you very much. Uh, another thing I got to talk about, Liam, I want to say sorry to you because you had a meme ready to go. Mm. I know you're disappointed when the Oilers lost out on Connor Brown because he ended up with the Washington Capitals. Yeah, that was a tough one. Don't get that swallow stone yet. <laughs> Liam Salt. was building a meme <laughs> of former Leafs that were coming in and they were going to be like our uh, infinitely gauntlet. Yeah. And it was, we missed one. We're missing one. <laughs> yeah. We still have to sacrifice someone, I think, is the deal. Pierre Engvall is coming to Edmonton. <laughs> uh, so I just wanted to do quickly acknowledge uh, Liam for a meme lost. Having a rough week. Yeah, a real rough week. <laughs> but the least. was anybody overly disappointed they missed out on Connor Brown for a second round pick? Yeah, I think so. Like he would have been an easy addition. And I'm just confused as to why they missed out on him. Like if the ask was a second round pick and you're the Oilers, you had that pick. Mm-hmm. Isn't it gone in the Cassian or is that third round in 24? That was third and 24 and a second and 25. Oh, okay. So you have your next two years of second round picks. You have first, second and third rounder this year. I get they were trying to like recoup the pick, but for me, get the player, then worry about recouping the pick. Like, but don't okay. Know. So I know this is, this is probably retains more to me than anybody else, but don't you think it saved a certain player? Pulley yeah. yeah. I don't think it was him. <laughs> no, but you wouldn't have had the money for him. I think it was Fogel going the other way. I know. I, so the reports made it seem like the others were trying to trade somebody yeah. to get that pick to then send that pick to, flip, yeah. to uh, where was he? Ottawa. Yeah. And the report seemed, made it seem like it wasn't Puyavi or Barry, but Fogel yeah. that was going, which kind of would make sense because Fogel's, what is it? Two seven, five. 275 and Connor Brown's three. three so six. I think that's kind of why it would have. Now, how many right wingers do you have at that point? You would have had Puyavi, Yamo, and uh, JB. Bra- or, yeah, Zach Connor Hyman. Brown. Zach Hyman can play either way. Yep. Yeah, your left would have been Hyman and Kane, and then on the right, 
Yamo and Pugliavi and I guess Connor Brown. Yeah. And then Nuge also was a left winger, I suppose, which is why yeah, you would have wanted to move on from Fogel. Mm-hmm. And you have Holloway. And then you have like, Holloway. Yeah, I don't out. know. Maybe you don't necessarily need him if you're planning on keeping Pugliavi, but I just felt like he would have been a nice add and the acquisition cost was low. That's what I like too, that it showed that Holland was trying to be active and like get more offense for his team. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen, and then this is probably just Kennedy's fault, to be honest. Uh, Dylan Strom. Oh, she was on Strom. Yeah. I was, I was sold now. on Dylan Strom by the night of day one. <laughs> yeah, what about for, the contract he yeah. signed? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not upset about the contract just because to me, that's like, I mean, I guess that's what we have penciled for a Yamo or a Pugliarvi, but I would have just liked to have seen him on Connor's wing for one year. I don't think either of those guys got three, seven, five, by the way. I don't think anyways, do well, I think, think they each get about three, a chunk of that money would have had to have. Yeah. yeah. I, one way. for me, the, the Strom dream was dead when Kane signed mm-hmm. just because if you wanted yeah. to play Strom with McDavid, well, you're not playing him above Hyman or Kane, right? So it's like, where are you going to put him? Strom fits best in the top six, not the middle or yeah, bottom. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, are you going to play him on your third line with McLeod? Like, maybe that works, but I think we kind of all know that Strom's a better top six complementary player than he is a third line driver. So I think it was fine to pass on him as much as I really would have liked to see it. And well. I think they, th- they believe that Holloway will could easily be doing that job by, uh, by Christmas or, you know, playoff time anyways. What are you pointing at? Yeah, I think the water bottle. Water. The oh. water bottle for sure. <laughs> what are you doing? I thought you were telling him to look at something outside. Yeah, I thought wow. I was looking outside too. I was like, what's out there? Is there a dog? Aqua. I was thought I was going to see a needs to hydrate. Dog. Is he on interrupts, over there? He's interrupts tired. the podcast to let you know that there's a dog. Man, he is powering through that tap water. Awesome. No, thanks. It's probably warm, isn't it? Lukewarm. Mm. Mm, that's the best. <laughs> supposed to be good <laughs> nice. for you that way. Not 28 degrees outside yeah. in yeah, like room, warm, room temperature water. I'm trying to freeze to my insides. <laughs> what do I look like? Ted Williams? <laughs> <laughs> this water break is brought to you by. <laughs> this water break is brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. How's that, Dan? <laughs> that was good. Make sure you stay hydrated. Nobody wants kidney stones. Tyler is not going to have them. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he just put through, put back about a half liter right there. Yep. How, how big is that water bottle? Uh, 20... Uh, 20, just over 20 fluid ounces, but 24 if I fill it to the brim. All right. It's like yep. a p- full pint. Full pint. Then full some. pint. Uh, I could go for a pint right Man, now. I All right. could go for a pint right now. All right. Um, Why well, We guys did bring in one nation beer for some reason. Like, I don't know what's going on here. It's we didn't bring in, the, in five straws, but there's one can of nation beer. <laughs> That'd be nice. Everybody beer. just takes a sip and passes it down the yeah. line. Straws. <laughs> uh, Cornerstone Insurance. Go check them out at cornerstoneins.ca. They've got all the products you need. Auto, residential, commercial, life insurance, and citizens of the nation. They gave themselves a little discount. Want to get a quote? You can have one right there on the website. Cornerstoneins.ca. Why you got your finger up now? Tell me to look at the roof. Pause for an ad. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Is that a long enough pause? Yeah, that's a great pause. Thanks, okay. guys. Okay. Okay. Tyler, hydrated, producing, doing all the things we need him to. Good. Good. All right. Uh, the other thing I want to talk to you, uh, talk about before we get to ask the idiots, how could I not Jonathan Gaudreau, mm, John, John, uh, yawn actually yeah. soft J. Yes. Uh, Double gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> button. go Johnny. Go. So Johnny Gaudreau, according to Frank Saravalli had a monster deal on the table from the flames. Eight years, 10 plus, right, Tyler? Yeah. That would have made him like what? Top 10? Players? Yeah, would have won one of the most highly paid players in the league for Crazy. sure. Highest paid in their franchise. Highest paid in Flames franchise history for sure. Highest paid player named John. Highest. Wait, no, never mind. It was uh, Jonathan Taves. Ah. Tavares as well. He would not. Maybe Tavares. that was the sticking point. It's like LeClaire must have had a big contract back, way back when too, I bet. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. But, no way that touched 11 though. So I bet you it was close. I bet you he's like nine ish back in those days. Cause like Bobby Holy got $9 million. Yeah, so I'm gonna look up John LeClaire. Um, so Gaudreau right down to the wire. What were the teams that were reportedly before he signed in Columbus, the teams that wanted to get him essentially were New Philly. Jersey, Philly, New York Islanders. Yes. I, from what I understand, Islanders were rumored, but they were never really in it. So there was okay. three teams, and I think I was listening to Elliot on the way in today, and it was Calgary, Columbus, and Jersey. To be fair, that's just because the red cord on Lou Lamarillo's phone wasn't connected. Yeah, somebody well, cut it. He yeah. couldn't, yeah, he couldn't well, call. He Rogers duct taped together, but it wasn't. Rogers right. was down for that minute there. What was he there. supposed to do? Yeah, he couldn't find a pay, <laughs> couldn't find a pay for it. It was going to be too hard. Um, what do you guys think of Johnny moving on? I thought, I honestly, my thought was he's going to be back in Calgary when I saw some of the rumored money that was being thrown at him. How could a guy just walk away from, you know, 88, $90 million, whatever it was. But really? then to end up in Columbus of all places, I, I just, I was stunned. Less stunned. the city and more the contract. Like I know you can only get seven, seven uh, years, but just seeing that he left like, 15 to 17 and a half million dollars on the table. It's yeah, like gone. Columbus has sidewalks. Calgary doesn't. He fucking hated mm. Calgary. That's what I've learned. There's something going on there. I, yeah, it's, it's very puzzling. This would be like if Connor McDavid went to the Oilers in three years and was like, Hey guys, I, I love playing for you. This was a great run, but I, I want to go back home. I, I want to sign back home it would and be then like turned around and then turned around and signed in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> Because Winnipeg is a tad closer to home, yeah. which is what Johnny Gaudreau said yesterday. That, like that, that's part that blew my mind. Like if you would have signed in Jersey or Philly, I feel like it wouldn't have stung as much for Flames fans. That's understandable. Um, but the fact that he went to Columbus for what for like seven hundred and fifty k less. Oh my <laughs> lord! I like. I'm not even. I'm not even. Like I, I completely accept the Flames fans' response to this whole thing. Because like even yesterday during his press conference, he's like, well, I wanted to keep this all about Columbus. Like you didn't think anybody from Calgary was going to have some questions for you, Johnny. 
or just that he would be, you know, he played there for 12 years yeah. that nobody was going to ask him about nice what happened. Yeah. Uh, so this quote though, uh, over at dailyfaceoff.com, Coombsy wrote about it is just, I couldn't believe it when I read it. I actually thought Cam was making shit up. <laughs> I always dreamed about playing a tad closer to home. Uh, if, if you're keeping score at home, it is still a nine hour drive or a couple hour flight. It didn't matter where I was signing. We just decided it was best not to go back to Calgary. Just absolute devastating. Yeah, that's a kick in the dick, man. Just rude. Like that's gotta be, that's like, I mean, it, it hurts. Everything hurts so much for them. I bet. Um, but that line specifically, oh, no, that's God. like slapping so, you right in the bullet hole. Does this uh, not confirm what we've heard for a few years, which was that, like there's a fracture in that room yeah. between Johnny and and Matthew uh, and the coach. I don't know about Johnny and Matthew necessarily, but I do think there's this says something about Goudreau a little in the sense that I think he wanted to go to a small market. I think he wants to be out of the limelight. I think he wants to be away from the pressure. I don't think he wants to be grilled by the media when he doesn't score every game. Like, you know, like I just think he looked at it and was like, I'm going to go to a smaller market. I'm going to be closer to home. I'm going to get a bit of money, not all the money I possibly could have earned. And I'm just going to play out my career here and have a good time. But you know what I do? I say, listen, family, I love you. You're all very handsome. The Gaudreau clan, everybody loves you. Everybody loves each other. They've got secret handshakes. I just signed a contract in Calgary with, for $88 million. All of you can have a hundred grand to come visit. <laughs> Well, right. Like give your 15 closest family members the a million dollars. Yeah. An extra million dollars for everybody. Come yeah. visit whenever you like. Build I'm, a house in Calgary with this million. You can meet me by the giant head. The big blue ring. I just, I think he, I think this was a Johnny decision, not even a family decision. I just think he yep. didn't want to be in a big market. I think he just wanted to Calgary, whether it be the big market, the city for something, uh, Canada or whatever. He just wanted out. What do you think Calgary does now? You think they go fishing for somebody like a Nazem? Kadri? They're running out of time. Well, Kadri said no to them two summers ago. Yeah, but dude, if they don't get Kadri, they're they're like you. Who else are you getting right now? Like the best player out there is Klingberg, I think, and that's a defenseman. In terms of forwards, dude, there's second liners now. Well, that's that's where the the timing of the Gaudreau thing is just wild because I mean, and round day one essentially. Well, you can't tell me that this guy didn't knew he wasn't going to sign in Calgary. Like, it, like he had to have known it before the tenth hour. Like, I no, I actually say, think they went. You down think to it the was end. to the last minute? Yeah, but Man. still, even at that point, you have to be as a GM. Go, okay, listen, I get it. You make your decision still, but uh, I'm going to start working the phone right now. I think the big mistake from Tree Living was not just doing this last summer. Either get yeah. him extended last summer. I think this is a lesson other GMs either extend him last summer or trade him last summer. Because at least if you had traded him last summer, you get something. For you him. get a couple of firsts for him, probably right. Maybe a prospect in there, or maybe you have some sort of one for one deal with another team lined up. Like you, you can make something work. It's one like it hurts, one. but at least you got something coming. But yeah. isn't but isn't this just a reality check now for Calgary fans that they're just like us? They're not. A, that's not a desirable market to necessarily go to, and you have to win to be desirable to be there. Yep. Okay. Canadian teams have to win for players to want to come there. It's Part of it's the that. player though too, because they did. They definitely did win. Like I mean, they had they a were decent a good team. year, right? Yeah. Yep. It's just. That and then if you have Johnny awesome. there, other other players are going to look at it, and it's not a terrible place to go. I mean, you're real close to the mountains. There's no way Johnny looks at their performance in the playoffs and says, "Yeah, I want to do that again." Yeah, but sometimes you got to look in the mirror. He did it. Fair no enough. one's seeing peel away from dry side along oh. the boards. <laughs> yeah. So just shout out to Johnny Gaudreau that his last play as a Calgary flame was a flyby on you know, dry <laughs> on the series winner. 
Thanks, Johnny. I, I tweeted that right after it went through and Flames says, look, his job was to cover the D. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I, like, I'll like i buy that, but there's no way Sutter would have been like, all right, Jonathan, I need you to go cover the defenseman. But if you have a chance to make a play on the puck holder at the hash marks, you just fly right by that guy. Not, any, not any puck holder. A former MVP. Yeah. What a memorable playoff run we had. We retired Kopitar and we chased Gaudreau out of Alberta. Brown. Just say Kopitar sorry. retired? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sorry, retired. Dustin Brown. Yeah. Holy baloney. Breaking news here. Anze <laughs> uh, Kopitar is no more. We are now joined by Anze on the line. <laughs> what comes next in Calgary? I know Tyler, like he nixed the trade a few years ago when it was going to be um, to Toronto, from Toronto to yeah. Calgary. But if they throw a bag full of money at you, that could make a difference, no? Just to play at devil's advocate here. I don't know if you can throw a bag full of money at him. Like, dude, he's a great player, right? You can't just be dumb, though. No, you're, he's going to get like, you, at this point, I think you, you have to sit, dumb, but you have to sit there and tra- and, and think of moving um, well, Kachuk out I mean. and doing as fast as a, well, of a mini rebuild as possible. The other that's thing what I too, mean. Like, you, like, you got to see what does Kachuk want to do now that his line mate is gone? Yeah. Does he want to stay there? Are you going to have to overpay him to stay? Like, is that like how close to panic is tree living right now. That's what very, I want to know. Oh, he's very, no, he's, he's at the door. He's open he's, that. So they have $18 million in cap space. They could open up some, if they were to trade a Sean Monahan, but they probably have to keep half. And so, what's Monahan's return value though? Nothing. You're probably, just, you're probably keeping half and getting a pick for him. So yeah, but let's say you, re, let's say you, you can open up 21 to $21 million. Cause you trade Monahan. Okay. Kachuk needs eight or nine, right? Mangiapani needs five, but five, you have six. Take a chuck more than that, though, to be like okay, Matthew. Sure, sure. Then say you'd pay him ten. So with okay. him and Mangiapani, you're at fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, Shillington needs probably three to four. Okay, so now you're at eighteen to nineteen million. You can't afford Nazem Kadri if you want to keep everyone. Yeah, mm. I think honestly, I think you have to try. You have to consider moving out Kachuk, and for the most value possible <laughs> to try and make up, then trying to to lessen the blow of, of Johnny walking away for free. Yeah. It's an interesting, I would say interesting Kadri, times. I would say Kadri is more likely to resign in Colorado than to go to Calgary. Yeah. I think there probably. is a path to him to go yeah, back probably. there. Like if they, they can make the money for him if they trade Sam Gerard, which maybe they do. Right. Yeah. But what happens when that contract needs to be signed next year from their captain or sorry, from their, Eric Johnson comes off the books. That's his money. They can make it work. Eric Johnson, the actor. Yep. Um, Amazing for him that he's playing for Colorado. Let's, let's look ahead though. Great if you're job. Calgary and you just, you punt for a year here. I know this isn't a Flames podcast. Maybe people don't give a shit, but division Welcome rival. Welcome to Flames Nation No, Radio. but see, we need to know. <laughs> I am Ryan Pike. People need this firepower so that they can go after. So next summer, the top UFAs by point production, Huberto, Miller, Patrick Kane, McKinnon, Tarasenko, Pavelski, Pasternak, Larkin, Michael Bunting, Tyler Bertuzzi. So I, well, do you think Patrick Kane will want to go to Calgary after his year in Edmonton? <laughs> Again, Liam. Liam's been pushing. It's only going to be a half year. So I think Liam is manifesting this Kane deal a little bit because you've been talking about him for weeks now. Well, at least a month. And the other day, reports came out that the Oilers kicked tires on him to see at least, hey, what's going on? It was me. I called. I think Liam's Hello, manifesting this Kane deal. It is Liam. We want Kane. We're collecting Canes. Ryan <laughs> O'Reilly, Bo Horvat. Liam uses a voice changer. There's not, a, there's not a lot there, and, there, and there's a, ton. a good hung, a good handful of names there that are not going to hit the market. Mm. Yeah, it's they're be, the best players on the list are most likely not yeah. going to hit the market. Maybe you can swing something with uh, with the Islanders. 
Maybe you do just need like a retool. Try to get Matt Barzell. He's an RFA next year. I wonder how much it would take to get Michael Kane also, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's worth exploring. Check yeah. us check us comparables. Yeah, it's worth exploring. Any other thoughts on Calgary, Tyler? No, I don't think they're making the playoffs next year. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about the Pacific Division then. It's Calgary, ours? Uh, like, Oilers have to be the favorites. In We're the on a different shelf than everybody else. Vegas got worse, and who knows what's happening with Leonard. Calgary got worse. Vancouver got better, but still not much of a threat, in my opinion. LA got better. They're a threat, I suppose, but I still don't trust their goaltending very much, so that could sink them. San Jose's not better. Anaheim's not better. So there's just no one on Edmonton's level. Liam, open up uh, some betting sites there. Let's see what the numbers are for... Have they released that stuff yet? No, not for division not for odds. divisions. Oilers and Vegas with same odds for the Stanley Cup. What? That yeah. doesn't even come close to making sense to me. No. What's the deal for? What's the deal with Laner right now? You said I they heard he might not be ready to play the start of the season. Oh, okay. So what? What's oh, the deal with divisions Vegas? Are right now? Ooh. What been nice. So wait, 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 wait. Let's all guess. Oof. Okay, okay, so I'm gonna say Senators in the Atlantic. I'm gonna say Oilers. I'm going to say the odds aren't very good. I'm going to say plus 150 or something. Division? The division. Division. I think Vegas will be the favorites. I think Edmonton will be plus 100 even money favorites. Edmonton's going to be the favorite for sure. Plus one. Yeah, plus 120. I'll go Vegas is the favorite. Our friends at Points Bet Canada, they say. Survey says. Whoa, plus 270? Holy sh. Okay, I'll read them. Hey, do you guys have a debit machine in here? <laughs> Edmonton plus 270, <laughs> Vegas plus 275, Calgary plus 290, uh, Kings plus 425, Canucks plus 1,000, Kraken plus 7,000, Sharks plus, plus 8,000, and the same with the Ducks. Sorry, what was Calgary? Uh, plus 290. 290 and we're plus 200. I was just going to say 270. Can, can you bet what? that the Kings are going to finish higher than the flames on that one? Uh, you can't do that. Yeah, but you usually can. Now, what are, is there? Are there conferences or Stanley cups? Uh, Stanley cups on, which was, and dude, okay. Stanley cup. Guess your Stanley cup number. I already know. I already know it. We did a betting podcast this morning. BLT bets episode 12. Yep. Go plus, download. Subscribe. What is it? Like plus 700? Oh, you can do a conference. Where was this this morning? <laughs> <laughs> did yeah, we, record? <laughs> yeah, we just recorded a betting podcast three hours ago. And none of okay. Let's, let's guess the, uh, okay. What do you think they are in the West? Second, right behind Colorado. Yeah, I'm say plus, plus 600. Yeah. Plus 600. I'll agree. Plus 550. Yes. How is Vegas <laughs> here? That makes no sense. So Vegas is plus 650. And Edmonton is plus seven fifty in the what's it for the conference? conference. Co- uh, Colorado is plus one seventy. Is a clear favorite. Still got to remember that this Man. is this is still the public making these lines move, right? Of course, but it just doesn't make sense that I, honestly, Vegas are above Edmonton when they just did it for the Pacific, where Edmonton yeah. was above Vegas. <laughs> honestly, I wonder if many people know about the laner. Okay, stuff. give me the Stanley Cup now. Uh, plus fifteen hundred. Same as Vegas and same oh, as the changed. New York. Ooh, plus sixteen hundred. We and are Vegas dropping. is plus fourteen hundred. How? Oh, so I'm looking it. at Tyler. Can you explain what Vegas is going to do to me? Because I'm sure. looking at cap friendly right now. They're still in the red in terms of projected uh, caps. They'll put Weber on LTIR and be good. So they'll have once Weber goes on LTIR. That's not factored in where it's at right now. No, oh, and they have okay. no goaltender. Yeah, they've got one goalie, and he may not be ready. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I don't think the Weber thing is factored in there yet. Um, I don't think so, but 
They've got Keegan Coleslaw that to resign and Nicholas Roy. <laughs> Your Coleslaw yeah, guy? Coleslaw. Nicholas Roy. Another two name guy. Yeah. Tampa Bay player, maybe. Um, what are you whispering? I was doing math in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the reason I didn't say it fully out loud. Just dreaming over the coleslaw. Yeah, coleslaw is delicious. Dude's Depends hungry. which one hey, it is, though. Ain't no laws when you're eating the slaw. Of course. <laughs> Everybody I always that. say. Uh, so b- b- back to the Pacific Division. <laughs> I fought the slaw and the slaw one. Uh, Please make a clip of that one, was. Tyler just looking around for any reaction <laughs> to his joke. <laughs> Pacific Division. Calgary, worse. LA, better. Vegas, worse. Lost Patch ready for nothing. They're worse. But and they'll be healthy. It doesn't I guess. make any sense. Like they traded major assets to get Patch ready just to flip them. They weren't nothing. super great last year. They were not. They were just hurt. So There's maybe that. But they weren't super though. great when they're healthy. Fully, you're a Jack Eichel, though. I, I'm still a Jack Eichel is still a, I don't know, man. I'm not totally sold on that. Anyone he's did. a hell of a player, but he's a little bit of fake news for me. Yeah. He's getting there. Like, cause he was being compared. I remember to Connor and obviously it's just, it's not even close. Hasn't, hasn't broken that way. No, <laughs> no. Cause he can't seem to get the Buffalo stink off him. Dude. It's just like 25 points. You know in what? Games. I'm going to go ahead and say Buffalo is trying to get the Eichel stink off them. That's my city. Come on. Okay. They, go Bills. They got it off. Yeah, they're pretty, they, good, they're last pretty good last year once they traded him. Have you ever seen Eichel like smile? Uh, he always looks angry. I saw him smile when he got mad that Buffalo fans booed him. That was the only time I seen Eichel <laughs> smile. Yeah. Ginger though. Should we <laughs> <Yeah>. get him? <laughs> we could. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Another one. There you go. When's his contract up? 20, he's got to be 27. He's got, oh, he's still a long ways away. Yeah, he's got yeah, four more years. Same year as Connor. Uh, any other thoughts on the Pacific division boys before we move on to ask the idiots? Yeah, just wrap it up. I mean, whatever will come first. It's all good. We'll be putting up a banner this year. Who's going to come last? San Jose, San Jose or Anaheim, Calgary or the Kraken Kraken. were dreadfully. Come bad. on. Shane Wright season. Yeah. Shane Wright will be fine. They, Jacob saying they might go Shane season. Wright and Matty Benitez is at one, two centers. Why not? I'd say buy all into that. You know, I don't think it's a bad they idea. Got- I, you know what? You know who Seattle needs to push them over the edge? I'm just looking at their blue line. Carson Susie's wasted there. They need Tyson Berry. Mm-hmm. They need a guy that can move the puck. Yep. Seattle, Berry for Susie. Well, Let's they did get, get Jolts, though. Oh, they did. Yeah, no, they're not They're not taking Berry then. Damn, hey, Liz, uh, what's Damn you, Jolts, screwing how, us again. How big are those kids you want to play center? Because we just watched this like 10 years ago when Nuge uh, got here. I think and they fed him big. number one centers. And look who the number one centers are. Like Wright is six one two hundred, and Maddie Beniers is six two one seven five. Yeah, one seven five, and you're and you're gonna be asking them to like try and stop Leon. Yeah, try Leon and stop just, Kopitar. Uh, Leon will just yeah. stuff you in his pocket. I mean, he does that to full grown men, but that's what I mean. We watch when when they fed Nuge that type of stuff. He was out there against Kopitar. He's out there against Getzlaff. He's got. He was it was just, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like, I dude, agree. I. It terrifies me for those young kids. I mean, we walked, we walked through those steps already. That's scary. It is scary. But you know what? Poor young guys. If you feel bad, Seattle, just go to that market where they throw the fish around. That'd be fun to watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> go to so. a Mariners game. You could go to a Mariners game. Mariners game. Mariners game. <laughs> what's his, what's his pickle? Uh, Got a inside the park home run the other day. <laughs> who? Well, that guy yesterday. Yeah. Haggerty. Yeah. 
dude was, he was moving. fucking hauling ass. Oh, that hauling. guy. <laughs> that guy. But it was like the center fielder came in to catch the ball and it got past him. He had <laughs> yeah, to run but, back to the track. But man, when he saw it go past his glove. Oh, dude, that guy's. Fuck. The legs were moving. All right. Uh, ask the idiots. No sponsor right now. If you want to sponsor, ask the idiots. <laughs> Reach out. That's the buffering sponsor sound from Bag Milk. Ask the idiots. Well, I was looking at it. I had it written down. I forgot we don't have a sponsor right now. So Good if stop. you want to mm-hmm. sponsor, ask the idiots. Eight dollars. That's a bargain. Email Tyler at. <laughs> All right. Question number one. Don't cheat, Tyler. You're looking at my screen. I see. Okay. Yep. I was definitely doing that. First question. I'm going to start with Liam. In honor of our new hero, Soup, I want to know if the boys classify cereal as a soup. By definition, soup is a liquid-based meal with pieces of solid food added to it. Milk is the liquid base with cereal being the solid food. No, it is not soup. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Because it's cereal. (laughs) Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, shut up. I hate people that do that. It's more of a taco than a sandwich. Shut up. Is is a taco a sandwich? (laughs) No, it's a taco. I'll have a follow-up. More of a wrap. I have a follow-up for this. Uh, uh, no, it's not soup. Cause I have soup for lunch, not for breakfast. Dan, <laughs> his cereal is soup. <laughs> it's a cold soup. Yep. So yes, it's a soup. You're like a gazpacho. Yes. That's what I was going to ask. Liam, is a gazpacho a soup to you? I don't know what, what is that it, is. What is it? It's a cold soup. It's cold, cold tomato soup. soup. No, it's cold cereal. tomato soup served nice. usually with a piece of grilled cheese. It's very nice. That's lovely. It's refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> and it is soup. Rick, that is cereal is. a soup? Uh, no, because like the dictionary says cereal has to involve grains and I don't think all, Hmm, but a, a rice soup would involve rice is a grain, right? Yeah. Rice is so a what you're saying like is like a tomato. Rice see, and I think this is getting to be our all hot tubs, jacuzzi or jacuzzi hot tubs. <laughs> that's a brand name, isn't it? Well, that's just it. That's like uh Kleenex and tissue. tissue yeah. Tissue cereal paper. isn't a brand name though. No, I bet it's not a brand name, but it's still the same thing. It's got but a definition so, to it. So maybe some cereal is soup, but not all soups are cereal. That's the thing. Maybe yeah. rice soup saying. is just rice cereal. So are we saying yeah, that it's like fingers and toes and toes and fingers? So if soup has like a piece of barley in it, is that cereal? It's a good <laughs> the grain. <laughs> I think you're getting, uh, yeah, based on definitions, I get, we're getting into some gray yeah, area this here. Is, this is deep. Go ahead. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler is cereal or soup? Uh, I don't care. Come on. Play you along. can't take the easy way out. Uh, no, it's You not. are the Brian Burke of this panel sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Who did I miss? I Dan. What was the answer? Uh, yeah, it's, I'm still going to say it's soup. I'm saying it's, it's a soup. soup, absolutely. Yeah. It's a fucking soup. I'm also going to say that if soup has barley in it, it's cereal. How's yep. that, Liam? Rice, Wrong. tomato, cereal. <laughs> Delicious. You know what's a great soup? Make yourself a can. If you ever have a leftover pasta, like leftover plain penne or a that's plain noodle, just soup, noodles, that's just pasta. noodles. No, no, no. Yeah, you, you, you make tomato soup and you just put the pasta in there. Delicious. I was going to say uh, the mushroom will do it really nice too. Mm. If the pasta is made out of green though, Chicken that's a cereal. Top. Yep. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> what if it's um, gluten friendly? How do you eat soup, soup, Tyler? How warm do you have it? Very cold. I usually like a gazpacho, like a, like a no. cereal. No, <laughs> <laughs> I usually make the soup, bring it to a boil, and then add in a handful of ice cubes to bring it back to a good temperature. <laughs> That's not a joke. Really? I, no, I believe. I add I what? add cubes of ice. It probably soup. eases up on all the flavors too. Like it gets a little too yeah, flavorful for him. He's like, I got to ease up on these flavors. Yeah, it's a texture. You've so, never had a good wet steak before. The other day. <laughs> 
The other day I made myself just a can of mushroom soup to eat through some crackers in there. And as I was making it, my girlfriend came in and was like, what are you doing? And I was like making mushroom soup. It's delicious. And she was, she acted like I committed a war crime. She was like, yeah. what is wrong with people don't, she thinks it's only for like cooking things. Like you use mushroom. No. She doesn't think you eat it straight. I think it's delicious. I cream of mushroom. Think- it says right on there. Cream of mushroom soup. Yeah. Delicious, right? Delicious. Fantastic. That, that wasn't a weird thing for me to do. Absolutely at all. not. No, I would have kicked her out of the house. Yeah. You're in a safe space yeah. here. Definitely Tyler? take a walk. Yeah. Tell her that she needs to consider her life choices. Yeah. That's next time I see her. I'm going to tell her. Yeah, sit down, have a chat. Yeah. Just ask her the same question too. See what she says. Do you think Amber would think cereal's a soup? Can you text her real quick? <sighs> yeah, I'm on it. Text her real quick. We'll get back to her. <laughs> question number two, ask the idiots. <laughs> now that we know Jack Campbell is coming to Edmonton, you're his real estate agent. Which neighborhood in the city are you having him move to? St. Albert. There's Tyler's answer. Liam? <laughs> well, I am looking for a roommate right now in Sherwood Park in my <laughs> townhouse. So... Showed Park. There you go. I'm also, you know what? I've got extra rooms. I live in the West End. Feel <laughs> nice. free to come on down, Jack. Rick, where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no space in my place, but I know a friend who was looking for one. So I'm going to tell him head on down to Wanye Manor. Oh, Wanye's got Ooh. plenty of rooms. No, I, he's got lots of space. He's got lots of space. Both cats and the dog. Oh, <laughs> they can have their own floor at Wanye's house. That's what he's offering. Dan, where is Jack Campbell moving? Um, The Woodcroft area. Mm-hmm. Because the, the J, I don't know. Like, I'm. Uh, is that a question that we were is asked? That a, is, yeah. is that an okay. actual area? Apparently, I just googled it. Oh, I was like, I don't think you want to live anywhere near your coach. Be honest. But with that's. You. I'm. I'm gonna say I don't want him near me because I feel like I would fanboy with him. I guess I don't know. Nah. So yeah, Woodcroft but, or alternate theory. You could walk your dog while that's he true. walks his dog. That's true. Oh, cat. Does he walk his cat? He does. He does yeah. walk his does cat. Does he really? Yeah. There was a tweet of it. about that. Yeah. Off putting. Isn't there a team yeah, house that's been that. handed down too? Doesn't like Ethan no. Morrow own a house that's been handed down through players? Mm. I think so. And then I believe. Uh, where's per- Will Acton live? Like where's, where's his house? <laughs> Maybe Nowhere. Jack Campbell moves into Will Acton's house. No, I'm fairly certain Will Acton was just staying at the Cantera. He lived with his dad. I think he should just move to the arena district so he doesn't have to try and pull very far. No, I think um, I think Perron was living in some like serious mansion too that's been handed down through the uh, organization. So I'm going to suggest mm-hmm. that place. Yeah, and I yeah, that place was cool. Great question. A next one. A lot of options. Uh, next question. Ask the idiots. Number four. Dan, I'll start with you on this one. Yes. What position or title could we give to Ryan Smith? Because I think he deserves one. I want to get him a ring. Uh. I think like a liaison to the fans would be a good one. Like Semenko, I think had that role years right before he died. He was uh, like, he was like a hype machine. Yeah. He just kind of go around schmooze with some of the people in the boxes and, and you know, you're around the organization. Cause I love Smitty. Who doesn't Liam We're good. What kind of title could we give Ryan Smith to get him a ring? Hmm. Well, aren't they going to retire his thing pretty soon? Like, isn't he on what the wall thing? of fame? His hair? Well, his number? Awesome. He's not in the no, Hall of Fame. No, they're doing the Wall of Fame thing, right? Oh, did, did they announce that? I don't know. Didn't they announce that last show? Did we are you just, making Are you telling porcupines? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Liam's right. There's some kind of. Yeah, I thought they were doing it like coming. right along the thing. I, um, <laughs> so you said thing a lot. Yeah, huh? maybe some like. Because aren't like Ferentz and McTavish part of like that kind of liaison thing too? Uh, like Oh yeah. He's out. So there's a spot. Yeah. Replace Mac T 50, 50 guy, Hanel guy. Like he sells 50, like he 50s. sells 50, 50. Well, I remember Mac T did that. 
Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. selling. Hey, listen, I've been in the area. I've seen him buy them too. He's supporting mm-hmm. the cause. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Where are you, Smitty? Come do that. Nashville, I think. 50-50. I'd love to see him on the panel because the you knows per 60 on TV would go up. That would be big. Exponentially. Rick, what, oh, by the way, uh, breaking news, Tyler's girlfriend says cereal is not a soup. Correct. Not a soup. Did you send her the definition of soup though? No, I don't care. Come on. (laughs) Not even giving her an opportunity in this. Where's the tie hanging around your neck? You are (laughs) Brian Burke in this pen. Yeah. Rick. I think you need to look at a list of name or titles that are allowed on the Stanley cup. Cause let's face it. We can't just put any name on there. I know of a certain owner's father who's got, whose name was on there and now it's just a bunch of X's. Well, okay. Technically it's still on there though. Yeah, now it's just a bunch of X's. You can't read it. Mm. So yeah. I, we need a list of, of titles because we want to make sure he gets on there. Uh, he, you may have to give him like Joe's job or something like that. Cause I'm not so sure like uh, the Mac T's and the, and the Samenko's are, um, cup or name on the cup worthy. Wasn't that why we brought Gretzky I'm coming back? To, I'm coming to Tyler because he doesn't care. He's over it. <laughs> I am. He's on vacation already. Yeah, you've checked I'm out already. so checked out. You want Shane Wright's name on there? You, you? got to give sure. Smitty a job though. Yeah. What is it? Um, Something about being in front of the net. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the heat's getting to him. Uh, he's got to have some more water. Yeah. I think he's dehydrated. You put back this almost a liter of water. brought to you so by... Dan. Yeah. What job can Smitty have? I already told you. Answered. You like asking my questions. I like it. I don't remember. <laughs> He's answered all of the Ask the Idiots questions twice. Hey, I'm pretty sure that was a red wine he was having this morning. Though. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, Smitty would be, he'll like teach the young players about heart and how to be an oiler. Something like that. The heart ambassador. Mm, heart ambassador. There, there you go. I like that. There's I my answer. That, I made that word up. That's not Tyler's answer. That's my It's answer. mine. No. <laughs> Last question is ask the idiots. Thank God. <laughs> I'm going to stretch this one out for the next 35 minutes. <laughs> ask me twice. Dan, <laughs> what is the worst Slurpee flavor? Ooh. Um, it's usually the one that doesn't have a name or anything on it. The one that's like swamp water that they just kind of put the leftover bags. That into. happens. I think yeah. there's one called swamp water. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's, oh, like, on, swamp water was a thing we did when we were kids. No, swamp water needs to be made by your, like oh, by oh, hand. You yeah. can't just go to the one tap that says swamp yeah, water. How do you, how do you exactly. trust that? That's exactly. like a bar mat. You Nobody can't trust that. No, uh-huh. God, Lord, no. So I'll say that one. Swamp water. Rick but, with- Banana. I'm jumping in. Banana. That sucks. That's Don't a drink good answer. Banana. Yeah. Nobody want to ask me now. Bag milk. Yeah. Dan, what's the worst? Thing? <laughs> uh, cream soda. How hate cream dairy. soda. What the fuck? I get it, but okay. Uh, I'm sorry guys. There's, there's like, there's Pepsi or Coke. What? And that's it. I mean, oh seven, seven upper Sprite is, is available on the next level. But after that, like and any, oh and my God. any, any flavor that's just a color. I can't get behind that either. The darker like the brown, brown, the better. Yeah. The darker the brown, the better. Purple's not good. Yellow, orange, what? blue. I respect oh it. Sorry, so you're Give me the Coke, Coke, Pepsi, and then. Uh, so Coke. if I'm gonna make a mix, I go Coke and Pepsi. A little bit of Sprite, <laughs> and then sometimes I've done that. I can't feel a little spicy. If they got both, I'm gonna give them both. All right. Well, I just got Dr Pepper in mind. Yes, I mean, it's terrible. Oh, pepper, I don't get terrible. Bag milk. So, you're gonna ask me. Root beers. Terrible. Dan, what's the worst Slurpee flavor? I'm gonna go with cappuccino flavor. Have you guys tried that one? The, like, if you're coffee getting, flavor. So here's my thing. If you're going to do that, just yeah, go get an ice cap. Exactly. No, you go get a martini, uh, uh, espresso martini. Come on. If you're going to do that, put some booze in it. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to get a Slurpee, just go get hammered instead. <laughs> exactly. Uh, same headache afterwards. I'm, I'm telling say, you, Coke, lime. Coke Slurpee with a little bit of Long Island iced tea mix in it. Ooh, that works. I respect. <laughs> lime? For real? It's the worst flavor. What if you get Sprite 
with a little bit of lime in the bottom. But the thing is, I don't get more than one flavor. What about lime one. and then you I'm add tequila you to it? It's a very British yeah, of you. what? Yeah. Tequila to it. Marmite's not a flavor. Well, that's something I don't get at 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have a Marmite flavored Slurpee? <laughs> no, just plain toast. You can get that at the Slurpee when we go to Vegas. Marmite? Yeah. No, the, uh, the, you get the, uh, the tequila. You can get that all at 7-Eleven in, in Vegas. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I'll have to come on my first nation vacation. The worst Slurpee flavor definitively is whatever fucking Crystal Light one they have there. It's just yeah. like... Respect. Nobody Crystal wants that Light. shit. We're get looking for a sponsor for Ask the Idiots, <laughs> but not you, Crystal Light. Yeah. Wait, and just for the record, it's Slurpees... And then everybody else. So Frosties, um, whatever the rest of the names are, it's Slurpees from 7-Eleven are on the top shelf. Yeah. And the rest of them are unless, like two levels down. Unless one of those companies would like sponsor us. Then, yes. no. then they are the more Except scary. you, Crystal Light. <laughs> hey, Circle K, I got something to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking dead down the... Uh, down the barrel right down there. Broadway. All right. We're going to wrap up the podcast with hot and cold performers of the week for our friends at Twig and Berries. But first, before we get it, last question real quick, Tyler. Biggest area of need for the weather still as we go through the offseason. Veteran left-handed defenseman. Dan? Uh, some depth on the in the forward core. Rick? Uh, side of kind of a shutdown right-handed defenseman. Liam? Yeah, left-handed defenseman. I'm also going to say on. a lefty, but I want him to be like a like a bruising kind of shutdown guy. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather have, wouldn't you rather have uh, Broberg playing there and learning the way and having a, uh, you that type a safety of a, net? Well, okay. Yeah. Number seven, for sure. Then you find a number seven, but I think we need, it's needed in the top six. Bring back the cowboy. No, you can bring back the cowboy. Go get Adam Larson from four years ago mm. for Barry. Barry for Larson swap. Barry for Susie. I would like Carson Susie. Because Susie can play both sides. Can you not? According to cap friendly, he can. <laughs> there you go. They're never wrong. Good. Are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> for Twig and Berries, it is time for the Hot and Cold Performers. Boys, this is the rules for today. Hot and Cold Performers, who had the best and worst start to free agency? The best and worst start to free agency. Those are the rules for today's Hot and Cold Performers. If you go to twigandberries.ca and use the promo code NATION15, you get a little discount on your order or... If you're out and about, if you're in St. Albert, head Tyler's way and go check them out in store. If not, <laughs> twigandberries.ca, get yourself some fresh undies. That's what I recommend. The nutsack undies are comfortable. They look good, feel good. Mm -mm. Nation Dan, what is the worst Slurpee flavor? Uh, <laughs> root beer. There you go. Excellent. Okay, uh, Dan, your Twig and Berries Cold Performer of the Week in terms of Worst start free agency. Well, we can I'm probably gonna, double up here. Probably boys. I am going to take the worst one off the board. So I'll be one of the first people to say it. It's, it's the Calgary flames for letting your top scorer go. When you already struggle with offense, you're my twig and berries cold performer of the week. Rick, for our friends at Twig and Berries, who's had the worst start of free agency so far? Uh, let's go with, uh, we're going to go put it over to the east there. We're going to go with Toronto. I just think, you know what, you've lost a couple of pieces there. You needed a couple of pieces you haven't added, and you lost a couple of pieces you still need. Um, going backwards from Campbell to uh, Murray and Samsonov, probably not a great move for those guys. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be my cold performer. I'm upset. I am not upset for the record. Liam. Your Twig and Berry's cold performer so far in the free agency. Vegas. Once again, proven they have no idea what the cap is. Mm -hmm. Are you thrilled? I'm not. 
I am. Uh, Tyler, your Twiggenberry's cold form of the week. The Philadelphia Flyers. Um, are you in a rebuild? Are you not? You give up picks, a lot of picks, to sign Tony D'Angelo, and then you have him and Ristolainen making $10 million, even though they both are, like, fine defensemen, and you have a chance to get Johnny Goudreau. That opportunity is handed to you on a silver platter. You just have to offload Van Riemsdyk, and GM Chuck Fletcher says he doesn't do it because it would have been difficult. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, even if you have to give up a first round pick to get rid of JVR, you then get to sign Johnny Goudreau. What are we doing? Philly, cold performer. You're as cold as ice. I am going to go. You know what? I like the story. I understand why you did it. But the Pittsburgh Penguins brought back the band, kept them together. They're just getting old. They're just getting old. And I don't really like the Ricard Raquel contract. Mm. I apologize to Tyler. So Pittsburgh Penguins get my cold form of the week. No, God, (laughs) no, God, please. No, no, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) uh, Secondary cold performer, David Perron for going to Detroit and not coming here. Mm. I would have loved another round of DP. Good. For Twig and Berries, your hot performer of the week, Liam. I'm starting with you. Um, I'll go Columbus. You somehow got the best free agent off the market when nobody expected you to do anything. But also you sent Erica Branson to a four by four. So maybe they're not that hot, but I've already said it. So He's a hot guy. That's how they got Johnny Gaudreau, didn't you hear? He followed Good Branson. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. Package you got deal. It. 100%. Rick, your Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. I'm going no further than Edmonton, man. Just keeping uh, keeping Kane, keeping Kulak, adding Campbell. That's that's huge right there. We were already a top four team last year in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that's that's a hot performer right there. Yeah! Somebody, somebody called you. That was so hot. I know, right? Nation Dan, your Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. Well, this one sucks to have to say, but it's the Carolina Hurricanes for being able to pick up spare parts off of San Jose and Vegas for really nothing. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, Carolina Hurricanes didn't really go out and make a splash in the free agency, but you still got better. And so you're going to be my Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. The big guy is smoking hot. My cadence throws off. Liam CD skipped. Fingers. CD skipped. Tyler, you're check. It's it's a hot Pierre summer, baby. Pierre Dorian, uh, led by the organization now led by Eugene Melnick's two young daughters, uh, somehow had the best offseason they've maybe ever had. You get a 40 goals score in Debrinkat for nothing but picks and picks that you had extra ones of as well, because you still got to make a few selections. You signed Claude Giroux, who miraculously wants to be there. Like he actively seeked out the senators as a destination. Plus you have this young core. Plus you got Cam Talbot off the scrappy. But what a summer by the Ottawa senators. And guess what? They still have $11 million in projected cap space with like a couple RFAs to sign. They could go out and get John Klingberg and build this team to be a legit playoff threat in the East. That's insane. What a turnaround. Pierre Dorian, let's go. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Is that sustainable, by the way? Feeling hot, hot, hot. Button's not done, Rick. Sorry. Now it's done. Is it a sustain- is it sustainable to keep the Brinkat, keep all these young kids getting there, get their get them their new money? I I would argue why not? Like Debrinkat's going to need a bit of a raise next summer, but you have a few expensive D men coming off your books and whatnot. I I think it's more than sustainable. I think that young talent that they have and have have subsequently locked up. Why not? Yeah, they're going to be a good team going forward. Then yeah, tough tough division, but great team. Yeah. My Twig and Berries hot performer of the week. You guys took all my answers. So I'm going to go with a secondary one. Mm. 
I, I like they're not a winner, but I just I found them fun to watch. The Detroit Red Wings, they just yeah. signed every free agent available. They traded for a goalie that we were rumored to be pursuing. So Steve Eisman always does interesting shit, and I think he did it again. I think the Red Wings will be better, but I don't think they'll be a playoff team. Even so, I think they are one of the better teams so far in free agency. It's getting hot in here. Credit to us for not doubling up. Yeah, try not to. Yep. Try not to. We covered 10 to 10 teams. teams. What range on this Oilers podcast? A <laughs> lot of range here. A lot of talent. Yep. With that, we'll wrap it up. So I want to say thank you to our friends at DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, and Twig and Berries for making it possible. And Tyler will be on vacation next week. Liam will be sitting in so we can go as long as we want without Tyler stopping us. And talk whatever we want. Yep. To be fair, we did a lot of nonsense and went very long today. So I don't know why I have this reputation. Well, Liam is sitting at the board. Good point. I have all the power. <laughs> Tyler would have left already. He does have all the power. He can't get away from the table, though. Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend. Shout out Daily Faceoffs, Frank Saravalli. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.